Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. Today is July 14, and our passage for today is the book of Nahum, chapter 1. Nahum, the name means comfort in Hebrew. It reminds me of the passage in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, where he says, Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. This is the word Nahum. And God comforts his people indeed. God is the God of all comfort. This is what the Apostle Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and throughout the book. It is the great book of encouragement. But Nahum was the prophet that gave judgment and doom, the prophecy of judgment and doom to the ancient capital of the Assyrian people, Nineveh. Nineveh was destroyed by the Babylonians in 612 B.C. It was only a couple of years later, actually three years later, in 609 B.C., that you had the Battle of Carchemish, where Pharaoh Necho joined with the Assyrians against the Babylonians and were solidly routed. You remember that journey because in Necho's journey north, he came up the Via Maris from Egypt, up the Mediterranean, cut through the Arun Pass, and came out at Megiddo, and he was met by godly young King Josiah. Now, Necho said, please, please, King of uh, Judah, you have no business with me. Don't come out against me because this is not of God for you to do that. Josiah did not listen, and the Bible says that God had indeed spoken to this heathen king, Necho, and had given a word to Josiah, but Josiah was determined to do it. He didn't listen, and he lost his life. Pharaoh Necho went on to be defeated with the Assyrians in uh, 609 B.C. at the Battle of Carchemish. And that was a decisive battle that did away with any of the remnants of the Assyrian people. But in 612, Nineveh was destroyed. And that's what the prophecy of Nahum is all about. It was the prophecy of the destruction of Nineveh. Now, he was the second prophet from Judah to go or he was the second prophet from the nation of Israel to go and preach to Nineveh. Remember, it was Jonah that went, a reluctant prophet. He was angry at God because God spared the people. Now think about it. From the time that Jonah preached, it was a hundred years later plus that the Assyrians were spared in the mercy of God from destruction. But God is faithful to his promises, not only to Israel, 
but he is faithful in his promises to punish and destroy those nations that come against Israel. You see, Assyria was the rod of God's anger against uh, the northern kingdom of Israel, but they were wicked people. And all you have to do is read something of the history of the wars of the Assyrians. They were brutal. They uh, killed children. They would burn children to death. They would cut off limbs. They would impale leaders on poles. They were absolutely atrocious. That is, they committed great atrocities, war crimes, as we would call them today. And God saw all of that. You see, God does use wicked people like he did the Babylonians to crush his people. And remember that Habakkuk the prophet said, are you going to use a wicked people more wicked than Israel to judge them? And God said, yes, I am. But then the Babylonians were judged, all to say God judges wickedness. He sees it all, and he's not winking at any nation, and he's not winking at the United States of America. God sees what's going on in our land, and God knows that the people of God, the church of Jesus, need revival. It needs revival. We need revival. It's only the revival and grace of God that is going to bring America back from the brink of destruction because we are a wicked people at this point in our great story that God has given us. Well, Nineveh was a wicked people, and even though God spared them, After the repentance that they brought forth after the preaching of Jonah, still it is a truth that we need to remember. As with healing, so it is with judgment of a wicked people. All postponement of judgment is just temporary, just like healing. All healing in this life is temporary. You're going to die. You're going to get sick of something and die, or you're going to be killed in a car wreck or something. You see, even if God heals you or God raises you from the dead, that doesn't mean that you're not going to die again. Only the Lord Jesus has been raised from the dead never to die again at this point. All to say... All healing in this life is temporary. Even if God heals you from cancer or from some horrible disease, you're going to die of something because it's a point unto man wants to die. And unless you're a part of the great mysterion, the mystery of what's called the rapture of the church, you're going to die one day. Well, the same is true of judgment. God may postpone judgment for a 100 years over like he did with Nineveh. But be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows or a nation, that will it also reap. And so judgment eventually came. Why? Because there is no seniority with God. Just because one generation repented and judgment was postponed does not mean that that is forever. There is no time when you can coast with God. There's no time when you can stop in your obedience with God because it is walking with God day by day. And we are only a breath away from turning away from God. It takes the grace of God and persistence and diligence and spirit control to keep us walking with God. And my prayer is that as you read the book of Nahum, that you will see that not only did Nahum predict the judgment of Almighty God upon Nineveh, but in doing so, he was validating that God is the God of faithfulness and he would punish this 
awful nation that came against his people Israel to show them God's judgment because they had acted even more wickedly and they were part of the covenant people. So just remember, as you read Nahum, yes, it is a book of judgment, but it is also a book of comfort, knowing that God will do what he says in judgment and in mercy. And God knows we need mercy. For On the Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.